The Anton Savage Show with Nifty Business on News Talk. So Katie Taylor is going to be taking on uh, Chantelle Cameron again in the Three Arena tonight. She, of course, lost to Cameron back in May. It's the only loss of her professional career. Big question, huge question from her perspective, is will she get it done tonight? Joining me now is uh, boxing promoter Eddie Hearn. Good morning, Eddie. Good morning. This is all or nothing. This is all duck and no dinner for Katie Taylor now, isn't it? It really is. You know, I think people talk about, you know, her legacy and what she's done for the sport and, and that will never be removed. But that's put to the side because it doesn't really matter tonight. It's about two of the best in the world going at it and, and really a chance for Katie Taylor to put it right. But she's the underdog for the first time in her career. You know, people in boxing see Chantel Cameron as a big favourite, but the support, another sellout crowd at the three arena, you know, the atmosphere is going to be incredible, trying to get her over the line for really the biggest night of her career so far. From your perspective, is it easier to promote as a quasi-grudge match return underdog than if it had been what we'd seen before, an unending pattern of Katie going in, winning, and becoming almost predictable in her victories? Yeah, I mean, she's she's always wanted to fight the best, and you've seen her do that throughout her career, you know, particularly with the Serrano fights and Chantel Cameron. A lot of people in boxing last time gave Chantel Cameron a great fight, but I think a lot of people in the arena just saw it as a homecoming for Katie. They didn't know a lot about Chantel Cameron. They didn't know, you know, they just expected her to win. So this time around, there's obviously, you know, she's got that underdog status in the fight. You guys love an underdog. And, uh, you know, she's up against it. Her back's against the wall, but she's fired up. And you can see that in her eyes. You can see that in her preparation. And uh, she will do everything she can to be victorious tonight. She's obviously been a significant trailblazer in uh, women's boxing, probably the most significant uh, trailblazer in women's boxing. Has she been hampered to some degree in that thing of a lot of her opponents being, by comparison, anonymous? You go back to the heydays, particularly the heavyweight heydays, but you had, you know, when you had Ben and Eubank, when you had Collins Eubank, when you had um, Tyson Holyfield, there was always a competitor where you could say, yeah, there is depth in the class. She's never really had that. Has that hampered her? I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, her resume is incredible. She's fought absolutely everybody. I mean, she fought Delphine Bassoon at Madison Square Garden. It was an absolute war. She rematched her in the UK. You know, she boxed at the Barclays Centre. She's boxed in Boston. She's dethroned world champions. She's unified the division against all the other champions. You know, she sold out Madison Square Garden to fight Amanda Serrano in what was described as the greatest fight in the history of the venue. You know, Amanda Serrano is a seven-division world champion. She beat Natasha Jonas in the UK as well, who, you know, is a big British rival. So she's beaten pretty much everyone she can. Unfortunately, she didn't beat Chantel Cameron, who, you know, is an undefeated Brit, who arguably may be pound for pound herself. So I think in comparison, when you talk about profile and you talk about legacy, it's hard to match Katie Taylor in that respect. But certainly she's beat the very best of the best. And uh, another hurdle for her to overcome tonight. If she overcomes the hurdle, what's next? Because obviously the, there are elements of the, the sort of the final swan song being looked at given Katie Taylor's age. So what is it? Do we feel Croker? Yeah, I mean, that would be the perfect ending, wouldn't it? She, she'd definitely need to win tonight to have any chance of going to Croker. You know, I think, of course, the trilogy, I think what you're going to see tonight is a thrilling fight. And, and if she was to be victorious, that could set up a trilogy with Chantel Cameron and also to shot this um, Amanda Serrano rematch, you know, the, the fight of the year at Madison Square Garden. So both of those fights have the ability to fill Croker, but a defeat tonight would certainly end those dreams. And she's put everything into this training camp, everything into this fight. That's all she's focused on right now. In terms of the fight itself, what does she need to do to win? She's got to start well. You know, last time, every Katie Taylor fight, she banked the early 
part of the fight and then ends up getting involved in a war at the end. And last time, Chantel Cameron didn't allow her to do that. She overcome her in the first three or four rounds. She she really ruffled Katie Taylor's feathers. She unsettled her. And even though Katie came back into the fight, it was almost too late. So the first four or five rounds of this fight are vital for Katie Taylor. She's got a box sharp. She's got a bank the rounds. The war's coming. There's no way you're going to escape it. Chantel Cameron will be all over her like a rash from the first round of this fight. But Katie has got to use her boxing skills and try and bank those rounds. You've obviously promoted a lot of fights in Ireland over the years. This is the first time you will have promoted a fight two days after significant riots in the capital. And the Three Arena is not far from where we had trams on fire, buses on fire, um, Garda vehicles on fire. Does that distract from the fight? Does it leave a sour taste? Does it, it, does it draw attention away from the fight? Well, hopefully we can use it as a positive. I mean, you know, nobody likes to see those scenes, whatever country you're from. But what we're doing tonight is we're celebrating sport. We're celebrating women's sport. But most importantly, we're celebrating one of the greatest Irish athletes of all time. I mean, really, we should be talking about an opportunity for an Irish legend to gain the most famous and celebrated victory of her career tonight. Um, so, of course, you know, we, we keep across everything. We make sure everybody's safe from an event perspective. But hopefully after a tough few days, you know, we can really celebrate a great atmosphere and, a, and an icon for this country. People should be very proud of her. And, you know, this will be only her second fight in Ireland and the biggest moment of her career. You use words like icon, like legend. I would have thought they're particularly important now to Katie Taylor because it is those that allow for the sort of the long-term legacy, the punditry, the book writing, all of that. In that context, the association with Conor McGregor, when we look at the riots on Thursday... He, in advance of them, had been tweeting that Ireland was at war. He had been suggesting that property should be, quotes, evaporated rather than allowing it to be uh, taken over. He was was um, vocal in criticism of the Garda Commissioner during the, the riots and active on social media. Is that is that a wise association from her perspective? Um, I don't think, you know, she has a very close association. I mean, he supported the event last time. He came, he was there, he was screaming for, for Katie Taylor like the whole country was. He's not going to be in attendance tonight. Um, you know, he's his own man. He's got his opinions like everybody else has. So Katie doesn't really listen to the outside noise. And when you talk about legacy and, and history, that's already cemented. You know, for her, all that matters is tonight, you know, and she's not going to let anything distract her. You know, of course, she's very passionate. She loves the country more than anybody, I think. But, you know, tonight is about her personally and her chance to become champion and, and create more history in the sport. But even that, Eddie, the way you say with such with such clear definitiveness that he's not going to be in attendance, that sounds to me as a man who wants to make the point that he's not going to be in attendance and get as much distance as is possible. Am I reading too much into that? Yeah, you are. He's just not coming. He's never been coming. So, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, you know, everyone's got their opinion at the end of the day and everyone's got their points. Um, it's a very sensitive subject. Um, I'm not a spokesman for, for Conor McGregor. Um, he, he's not, he hasn't cancelled his plans um, and, you know, not looking to make a statement that he's not coming. I'm just telling you the truth. So, and, and what about uh, the overall, because uh, I, I recognise that I'm not asking you to, to uh, comment from McGregor's perspective, but from the fighter's perspective, I assume advisors around fighters like Katie Taylor, like a Tyson Fury, like whoever else would be saying, look, 
careful in terms of the long-term profile. Pick your friends, at least your public friends, very carefully. Does, does it matter? Yeah, I mean, I think that every fighter wants to, um, you know, respect and uphold their reputation. Again, everyone's got their own opinions. You're talking about very sensitive issues that a lot of fighters don't necessarily, aren't necessarily kept up to speed with, uh, might not have an opinion on. You know, the, the people that are dedicated and focused on a job at hand, which is tonight going in and, you know, putting themselves on the line, all the hard years and months of training. So it's very difficult to have those conversations with a fighter so close to a fight. Really, they're just focused on one thing, you know, pretty much the phones are off, social media's off, and that they don't almost know what's happening around them because they're about to enter the danger zone, if you like. This is a very dangerous sport, and they've got to be switched on for what matters to them right now, which is tonight. And, you know, we live in a world where, you know, personal opinion, social media opinion reigns strong, but they're probably distanced from that, in all honesty, as they approach some of them, you know, the biggest moments of their career. And of course, from Katie Taylor's perspective, it is most definitely one of those. We will keep our fingers crossed for her. Eddie, thank you so much. That's Eddie Hearn. Thanks a lot. The Anton Savage Show with Nifty Business. Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.